Antonio Soprano. I wonder if I can talk to you alone for a moment, Mrs. Soprano. On the basis of the Sanford Binet, he's high IQ. You can't prove it by me. He's got a D-plus average. Well, he doesn't apply himself, but he is smart. The results tell us he's a leader. Welcome to Cut to Black. It's been a long time. Welcome to Cut to Black and Sopranos. <laughs> Sit down. My name is Jim Scampoli. I've seen every single episode of The Sopranos, and I've seen the Many Saints of Newark trailer. My name's Jacob Burrows, and I've seen every single episode of The Sopranos as well, and I've seen the Many Saints of Newark trailer. Oh, man, oh, man, Jim. Usually, obviously, we'd never do a recording about a trailer on any of the yeah. other shows we cover at showswhatyouknow.com. I'm always like, who gives a fuck about a trailer? Like, a lot of people, I often don't watch them or will, like, cut them off halfway. This is different because we've invested so much of our time and our souls in the journey of Tony Soprano. And honestly, I... Like, my spirits and my hopes for this film have just been raised to probably unreasonable levels because this is such a great trailer. That's where I'm at. Ooh. Um, <laughs> ha. Well, I highly anticipate this movie. I, I'm not going to try to rain on everyone's parade. I will say that I don't believe this trailer is for me. Um, mm, interesting. Most not that I hate it or anything like that, but I was I. Ah, well, I mean, we're gonna get into it, but I think it's more so. And I think we've talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it necessarily on our Sopranos discussions, but I mean, shows that you know dot com. We discuss uh, many television shows. Sopranos, of course, being the best one, but prequels, prequels are very, 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 very hard to do, in my opinion. Um, sure. Or, or I'll rephrase that. I'll say it's very hard for them to work for me. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I still I I enjoy this trailer, but when we get into st I don't know. Like, I guess if, if I could relate it to uh, Better Call Saul, you know, we talk mm -hmm. about Better Call Saul, and there's like a moment where the camera pans back and we see like Los Polos Hermanos or whatever. Yeah. And it's supposed to be this big moment, but I, I kind of remember we were like, eh, whatever. And in this trailer, there's like Satrielli's Pork Store. And to me, I'm not like, yeah. I mean, a part of me is, don't get me wrong. But also, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> what are we doing here? Well, you're, see, you're speaking from a place of fear. Yes, uh, that's, Jim, because... you know what, you're right. Because you love The Sopranos so much, and there's no part of... Okay, it sounds hyperbolic. But you're on a Sopranos podcast, uh, listeners. Like, I'm, I'm sure yeah. you expect this. There's no part of the Sopranos that isn't perfect to you. If I, I mean, there's some episodes. There's some episodes that yeah. you know are a bit clunkier than other episodes. But generally speaking, the whole way through, it's a masterpiece. So you don't want something that will come in and tarnish it and make it go like you know you don't want fucking han solo as a little kid getting his fucking vest or whatever yeah. like who gives a fuck you're like totally you, often prequels will like yeah make stuff worse so i you know I, I i totally get where you're coming from i actually watched this and i was like this uh this just seemed because i all the things you're saying is what i thought before i saw the trailer like i the satrellis whatever i i didn't uh I didn't have a huge like whoa reaction, but I my main takeaway was that it just is seem it's a good trailer first of all, which we can talk about what what a good trailer is and should be. But it's 
it's uh, it looks to me like a good film on its own, like on a, like as a standalone film that has no relation to The Sopranos. Obviously, it does have a relationship to The Sopranos, and anything it being anything short of perfect might be, you know, uh, make it difficult. But generally speaking, my my main impression was this just looks like a good film, and I showed it to my girlfriend who hasn't seen any of The Sopranos and was like, this just looks like a film i would watch looks like a good film i i did the same thing actually i showed it to my girlfriend who has not seen the sopranos and i'm always like telling her like you gotta watch the sopranos because i'm like looking for an excuse to like rewatch it and i don't know yeah. she's kind of like you know uh not want if doesn't want to whatever thinks of it as like a dude show or whatever and i guess it, it is, is a dude's but, show <laughs> but come on it's a great show uh but no i think i think you're right and i think you're more correct than i am um loving the trailer uh, because I don't think I'm right, I, and but I think you nailed it. I think it's more so that I'm just I'm, uh, it's fear, and I'm worried that it's going to be something that's not that good. And I, and it's because I love The Sopranos so much, and it's not really The Sopranos' fault. It's because we live in this world of so many like reboots, prequels, sequels, uh, what revivals, whatever you want, and it's been a mixed bag. So I, I get very worried. And I mean, I, I honestly feel like there's a few things here because I feel like this trailer is probably misleading. And I mean, I'm only yes. basing it off of my gut. And I get, Alan Taylor has, uh, who's the director, has made a couple comments because I don't think this is the young Tony movie that it's portraying it to be. I mean, obviously, there's an element of that, but there, he has said that this is Dickie Maltesanti's story. So I wonder if there's going to be some trickery there where people are a little bit... I don't know if people on the other side are going to be upset if it's not just we're always with young Tony. Uh, and, I mean, obviously, like, the way Sopranos is, like, I love the mafia stuff, as you've heard us discuss every episode, but obviously there's a way more to it. So I don't know. I don't want to see young Tony, like, kicking ass everywhere. I mean, like, what? What up, bro? And then, like, beating someone up. And then everyone's like, yeah! And then someone says, you never had the makings of a varsity athlete. And then he beats the fuck out of him. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't think that's what the movie would be. But I don't know. Since some of the elements of the trailer maybe trick you a little bit. Yeah, no. What you're saying is the exact main note that I've written down, which is like, as I said, it's a good trailer. And a trailer is not really meant necessarily to represent the film. It's meant to make people want to watch it. So the rock music, the packaging, uh, it, it, do you still hear me? Well, you seem to have frozen on my end. Oh, I hear okay. you. Okay, fine. Just try again. Okay, yeah. So it's a good trailer. It's got the rock music. It's got the packaging. It makes me think of how The Sopranos was actually advertised. Like, mm -hmm. we've brought it up on the show a couple of times, or you specifically uh, having actual first-hand experience of seeing how, you know, it would be sold on the, in the commercials as being, you know, all blood and guts to lure people in. And then it's actually just a complex family drama that very occasionally flares up into violence. And given how David Chase likes to jerk us around, and as I said, our trailers are made to make people watch the film, not necessarily represent the film fully. Um, it just made me think that all of the action, like all of the fucking, boom, can't wait for this bomb. But then when you think about most of the scenes in the trailer, it's like <laughs> uh, Tony's mom talking to a guidance counselor. I'm like, there's probably going to be loads of awkward dinner scenes. Mm. Like, there's not, it, it's not going to be this full octane action. But I think that'll be 
fine as well. Like I, yeah. I, I, I agree that it's probably misleading is, is the main point I'm saying. And I mean, I, I, I guess I'm speaking from a different point of view of like already knowing this is a Sopranos movie. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the show. We host the podcast. We we're aware that this was coming out. I mean, I'm a, I'm hyper aware it was supposed to be out like a year ago at this point almost. Yeah. Um. So like this, I know this is nitpicking, and this is like I'm wrong with this criticism, but it feels like they lay it on so thick that it's a Sopranos movie. But I guess they have to because obviously people aren't going to know because the way yeah. it's like you have to have uh, Gandolfini like voice at the beginning they even have to say Antonio Soprano and then at the end like the fucking Sopranos theme has to kick in and then they added like the the subhead of a Sopranos story but i guess they kind of have to do that cuz a recent um example is the movie Doctor Sleep which is which was a shining a sequel to the shining uh it was mm. the like obviously the shining book and the shining movie are different and this movie was more like it was a sequel to both in a way but even though the trailers still kind of laid it on thick for Dr. Sleep it had like the red rum they're talking about Danny Torrance i saw a lot of people online being like i didn't know this was a sequel to the shining and so maybe they learned from stuff like that where it had to be like Dr. Sleep, The Shining 2, and this one has to be Many Saints in Newark, a Soprano story, Sopranos, Sopranos, Sopranos. I mean, I can't blame them for that, but that's why I'll say something like, oh, this isn't quite for me because I already am aware of this. So you don't have to like lay it on thick to me that this is a Sopranos movie or prequel or whatever. I, I Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And all that stuff is definitely there. They are laying it on thick, but I just didn't get that feeling when i watched it Mm. um for some reason uh and i think maybe that's just to do with uh well i i don't know when it cut to those things i i i was i was looking at it more like it felt like it could be a you know casino type movie or goodfellas type movie uh that's sort of a period piece and maybe that's part of it that it's going from you know coming in at the end of this thing that we're talking about um uh, from the late 90s going back a bit and and just setting it there made it feel separate where those things of having satrielli's there or whatever didn't feel to me like having the millennium falcon show up you know in in one of the later films or or a prequel film or whatever um I, I totally get that uh why it would feel that way but um i didn't have that reaction to it personally but yeah so i i didn't feel like it was uh over the top on that but also i agree you have to do that because you have to get people to connect it to something but i also feel like fans of the sopranos probably knew this was coming like if you're into the sopranos maybe if you watched it casually you obviously might not be aware but generally speaking people would be aware of that um yeah i'm not sure yeah no i mean i think again i'm gonna say i think you're more correct i i'm I'm incorrect with my reaction. I understand this, but I just I can't help it. And I think it does just come down to I'm just there's there's a big part of me that that's, you know, very worried it's going to be bad. And maybe maybe my first viewing will be kind of like I'll have to get rid of whatever baggage I have or what I think it should be and then mm. be able to like watch it again or whatever and then appreciate it for what it is. I mean, we can I mean, it's quick. We can, like we mentioned before, we can kind of pull it up and go through it a little bit. Um, yeah. Just a moment. 
but yeah, I mean, I did. I had that uh, reaction too of like, ah, the rock music, and <laughs> uh, but hold on. Yeah, here. Oh, here I'll just say while you're pulling that up, um, like, yeah, just Googling the trailer and what people are writing about it. I saw there's an article uh, from Screen Rant. Uh, the Sopranos seek prequel risks to have, having too much Tony parentheses. Is it a marketing trick? And I haven't read that one, but I feel like that's kind of encapsulates some of what you're saying as well, where I think. But the thing is, like, I'm hyped for the trailer because of what I'm seeing on the screen during the trailer. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, I don't believe that this is what the movie is going to be like either. Yeah. You know? Well, because and again, like, from what I gleaned, like, we'll, we'll, there's we'll see, we're going to see Tony at different stages as well. Like, we're going to see like younger because I know it's it's supposed to deal with a bit more of some of the race riots that happened in Newark, and I guess mm -hmm. how Dicky played a part in that or what whatever uh but yeah hold on let me play it up here when i was a kid guys like me were brought up to follow codes hey jerk off what'd you say what and i mean and we'll real quick. yeah i was gonna say we haven't even really brought up that i think people are aware now it is uh, James Gandolfini's son is playing young Tony, uh, yeah. and it really go goes a long way with the look because you could see like his eyes there sometimes. Um, yeah, so I do enjoy that for sure. And I was gonna say when it uh, like when, when he there's some guy there right who like is insulting him and he like shoves him up against the wall. But, but there's also some girl there also shoving him up against the wall. I feel like the sound effect there isn't re. It's like boom, like all yeah. dark and whatever. You can tell that scene is probably not going to have any music. It's probably just going to be like I, that's just my guess, obviously. But like <laughs> the dramatic sting in the trailer does not match how that scene is going to play out. Uh, well, because that plus, makes sense. But yeah, yeah, go. We'll go ahead. But I was going to say, but I see that as a positive too because yeah. I. I recognize the problem of that you're describing if it was all about Tony or whatever and the potential of having it be too much like a Sopranos fucking varsity like throwing quotes from his therapy into like every single part of this but I don't think that's what's going to happen I do get why you'd get that impression given how it's put together but I'm just excited for what I'm seeing and I'm looking forward to seeing it packaged completely differently in the actual film. Yeah, like it's prob cuz it cuz it's even weird that what a guy's just walking by and is like, "Hey, jerk off." What? And then like it's more likely it's like that's Artie, Artie Buco, and then he's like, "What just say?" And then all of a sudden they're played wrestling in the streets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, I think um I think it was Sopranos Club on Twitter. One of these shots that they were speculating it's in Holston's. Now, is that too much? If we're seeing young Tony in Holston's, is the place they go to in the last episode where essentially he dies. I know a lot of people are mm. like, "No, he doesn't die." But as you know, our stance here, cut to black, is that Tony Soprano dies at the yeah. end. Um, but I mean, is that too much? What are we doing? I that would be a bit much to be honest. But I also feel like if they do that. I trust them enough not to do the Better Call Saul slowly pan up to the oh, Los yeah. Poyos Hermanos <laughs> sign. They'd actually just casually be in there and you have to actually pay attention to go like, oh, shit, it's 
It's the place. Yeah. Uh, although I guess, yeah, it is probably the... Antonio Soprano. I wonder if I can talk to you alone for a moment, Mrs. Soprano. On the basis of the Sanford Binet, he's high IQ. You can't. Yeah, this part here. I'm I'm not yet sold that it's that it actually is Holston's or not, but I just Googled um Holston's, got to the official page for the actual place, and they've tweeted this exact screenshot uh, and said, like, check out the movie, look for your favorite ice cream parlor. So uh, yeah, okay. it's it's Holston's. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I mean, I'm yeah, interested in what, uh, what yeah. that means for it. I mean, it 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 does get to be again, and we're not basing this off of like what Sopranos has done, it's more it's just everything. Else. Everything <laughs> it has done. I mean, Sopranos. Yeah, obviously, yeah. if someone could pull it off, it's them. But then you never know. That's all. Yeah. Proven yeah no, I get. I get why that would yeah. be worrying. He's got a D plus average. And uh, Vera Farmiga as um, as Livia is great. Although it, it just looks like she has like a prosthetic or something on her nose. I'm not sure. Doesn't apply himself, but he is smart. The results tell us. He's a leader. The only I don't love that either. Like I don't want to have a bunch of moments of like this guy's gonna be the boss one day, or <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Because when there's a there's a line when he's talking to Dick and he's like, I want to go to college. I can't get with this shit. I, I it's almost like he's gonna be like, I'm gonna do a semester a half <laughs> in college. I can't be caught with this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ankle dick. Growing up with the family takes a toll. Maybe an ambassador of England or France. I mean, it's even though I'm being very critical, when the music kicks in and it says like from the creator of the Sopranos, I can't mm. deny I'm getting goosebumps. Like, don't get me. I'm not. I am not any mal. Uh, even <laughs> though I'm being very critical here, I'm still like I'm still amped. I'm still juiced. Uh, and I guess the other thing I'm trying to think, because if Tony is what he's supposed to be like high school when we're seeing him here in the trailer, yeah. um, I'm just, what, because I'm trying to think if we're seeing because we'll have to if we're going to see probably the deck of the death of Dicky Moltisanti, I imagine is going to be in this movie we again. Have to. But yeah. that that would have to be a little bit later, right? Because when would Chris have been born? That's a good question. I feel like I mean. My impression is, yeah, so, so I mean, obviously you're already, dear listener, probably on board with this, but yeah, so Dickie is uh, Christopher's dad. I yeah. got the impression that, you know, it would have been late enough that uh, we're not quite sure how his death happened, and I feel like high school Tony would not be involved in that, you yeah. know? Um, but I also am not sure. And as you were saying, this this film can probably span a broader uh, time span than you'd think. And also films like, well, not necessarily Goodfellas, but like films like Casino or whatever, it's usually like, oh, and then it was 10 years later, but like we just mention it offhand. Um, so maybe they'll do something like that. Uh, but I, I, I got the impression as well that... Dickie might have died a bit later. I mean, he has to have his son, first of all, right? Yeah, well, okay. So, yeah, Chris uh, Chris was born in 1969. Like, it's hard to 
because this because you have to oh, already yeah. you have to factor in that the show itself is twenty years old. Like it's yeah, hard to I forget. forget that. So it's, it yeah. seems like oh, uh, you know, Chris was born in the eighties. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. So I guess that puts it around because I think they it says like it's in like the late sixties at this point with uh, mm-hmm. Tony where he's at. So I mean, and there was a there was there, there was like a a set shot like someone took a a picture of them shooting or something and i don't know if people are reading too much into it but it did look like dicky Maltesanti had the tv trays uh like is mentioned when you know tony's talking to chris about how his dad gets killed or whatever and, and he was carrying tv trays for him or something uh so maybe that detail will be there but I wonder, I mean, I, I guess I can't imagine that Tony's, like, involved in it, but obviously it's, like, a big pivotal moment in his life or how it affects how he becomes Tony Soprano. Yeah. yeah. I want to do whatever I can to help you. My gift to you. I want to go to college. I can't get caught with shit like this. Look, you take the speakers, right? At the same time, you say to yourself, this is the last time I'm ever going to steal something. It's that simple. Let me go talk to him. Now, I do, well, obviously, we see Junior there, which is awesome. Yeah. And I believe John Bernthal is playing um, Tony's father here. Uh, so, we, yeah, okay. it must be because he's with Junior. Yeah, I'm glad we're doing this because, like, even though I've obviously watched all of the Sopranos, I'm still like, I haven't, I haven't dug into the actual, you know, behind the scenes of the film for the very reason of not wanting to get spoiled and and like not wanting to build up hype, just wanting to go in kind of blind. So I'm not a hundred percent on who's supposed to be who, um, necessarily. But uh, I mean, you could never mistake that that's uh, not Junior, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks so much like him; it's great. Um, there he is, glasses. I would have assumed, yeah, and and. I think the comment from the director that this is Dickie's story uh, makes sense. At the same time, I would hope that we see a bit of Tony's dad because, uh, well, like a, a bit more of that because that's also while Dickie's pivotal and pulling him into this world. Like I, I just think of the scenes from like Tony being very young, seeing his dad like mess up. Um, some guy cutting off some guy's fingers or something like yeah these are important moments as well like and and seeing their dynamic would be a waste if we didn't um yeah yeah and they've kind of hinted that we'll even see like a potential different livia soprano and you know mm. how things changed for her and how she became who she was so i mean there's definitely a lot it's it, and someone uh, someone tweeted this and it, it's it is an interesting uh, way to look at this because The Sopranos was a show that was almost so against answering questions. It's a weird yeah. choice for them to do a prequel that's going to almost kind of fill in some gaps because they they hated doing that in a weird way. But I'm sure that's why like this will be a different type. That that's what keeps my hope because like I've talked about yeah. you know the 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 cliches of a lot of prequels and how they lean into obvious foreshadowing and it becomes eye-rolly but the sopranos i'm sure is going to do it in a in a very different way yeah let me go talk to him he only listens to dickie gotta do something about dickie Marasani. 
maybe some of the things you do aren't God's favorite. You lead by example. Actually, let me go back real quick. It is kind of hilarious, young Tony Soprano, like, shaking down a fucking ice cream man or whatever it is. But, I mean, obviously, that's probably Silvio, right? That's not the same kid that called him a jerk-off at the beginning, is it? Uh, let me see. I have the cast here. Hold on. I'm gonna... So, Silvio's played by Pickle. John Magaro. Is that him? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It might be the same actor is all I'm saying. So maybe that leads credence oh, to us. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, I think mm, I'm bad at faces. I'm looking at a picture of this actor. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it looks like the same guy and the guy. Same kind of chin. So maybe it just leads credence a bit to us being like, oh, this is not some kick-ass moment here where Tony beats down a guy for calling him a jerk off. Oh, I don't think it is at all. Like there's yeah. uh, some like is shots I've come across that are just kind of like... Um, uh, you know, stills from production, and it's just Tony like leaning out of the ice cream uh, van thing, like just hanging out. Well, and I'm like, it looks like he's just hanging out. Well, also, I think it's it's because I've talked about it on this show a lot that I imagine a young Tony is more similar to AJ Soprano than we'd like to admit. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of I want to see that a little bit. I I kind of I kind of want to see Tony as like a pussy. I mean, obviously, he's mm -hmm. still he's. He's not a, a, quite as much of a pussy as AJ Soprano because AJ Soprano is like the '90s, 2000s version, where you know the pussification yeah. of the youth or whatever. But I mean, because obviously he's gonna beat up uh, this this ice cream man. But I think there, I, I think there just needs to be a little bit more of that, uh, like softer Tony when he's young. And I'm sure that's what we're gonna yeah. see. You lead by example. We'll make the right decision. This kid's got what it takes. So you think we're seeing Christopher being conceived right there? You see, you think Dickie Monsante <laughs> has sex one time in the movie, and it's like, oh yeah, that's uh, that's how Chris gets that's, conceived. That's movie rules, though. That's always the case. <laughs> yeah, very true. As far as your nephew goes. Now who who who's in the gang? Do you think Artie Bucco's in the gang at this point? When when Tony, it's young Tony's gang. He's got to be. Didn't I think? I think the Sopranos Club tweeted about it, right? They were trying to solve the mystery of who the yeah. who the other four were exactly. Uh, I didn't see the imp like. I can't tell who's who, but I would assume Silvio, Polly, right? They got to be there. Although Polly's uh, got to be older. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see a young Polly. I I forget who's playing. I'm not sure if he's like a known actor or not. But I don't know why. But I I think for me, I'm the most excited to see a young Artie Bucco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Polly's played by someone called Billy Magnuson. Um, oh, oh, but... actually, we see him in the trailer. Uh, yeah. We see him a little earlier. Yeah, you're right. So it would, wouldn't be him because he's a bit older. But uh, yeah, no, you're right. Artie, young Artie's uh, is going to be a treat, I think. Yeah, I'm excited to see a uh, young Artie Bucco. I was just trying to see if I could skim to find because I do know who that actor is. Ah, screw it. But yeah, you do see if that's the actor that's playing Paul, you do see him in the trailer real quick when they're just showing kind of like gangsters. Like, oh, remember the gangsters? Yeah. As far as your nephew goes. I'm listening. Stay out of his life. 
Ray Liotta finally makes it into the Sopranos verse. Uh, he was a name they had tossed around originally to be Tony. Great choice that they didn't do it, honestly, even though I, I love Ray Liotta. I love Goodfellas, but I think they realized that would be just like two Goodfellas because you already have Lorraine yeah. Bracco in it, and, and she was even going to be Carmilla at one point. So so who's he, who's he playing here? Um, I believe he's Dickie's father. Okay. I think that's what I've heard. I haven't double-checked it, but I believe he's Dickie's dad. So I don't know if he's speaking from a point of view of, like, I brought you into this life and it's my biggest regret, uh, or he's been straight and narrow the whole time. I guess we'll have to see. But that's that's the rumors I've heard is that he's uh, Dickie's father. Yes. Now, I mean, I do, I do know the life of uh, you know doing something Sopranos related, and trying to figure mm-hmm. out where to put the gun in the logo, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> we do have cut to black and Sopranos sit down, so you're all like, yeah. well, where can we put the red? You know, there's going to be one part that's red, and then you're going to make sure there's a gun in the logo. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I'm coming out here on the other side, rewatching it again, way more positive. This usually happens when we mm-hmm. talk stuff out as well. Uh, so I yeah. don't mean to, I didn't mean to like rain on people's parade, being a little uh, skeptical, uh, but you know I can't help it. I think it's understandable, and I think anyone who's listened to like our other shows that we've talked about will notice that you and I often bounce back and forth throughout like a season of a show that we discuss like trade over who's feeling optimistic and who's feeling pessimistic and it's usually to do with who assumes the best or assumes the worst so maybe early on in a season of a show you'll be really negative because you can kind of see where it's gonna go and i'll be like no no i have faith that they won't do the thing that we expect them to do and then they do the thing we expect them to do and i'm like this is bullshit and you're like no i'm actually kind of liking it now because i was prepared for them to do this bullshit uh so maybe in our next discussion uh, i don't know if they release another trailer before they actually drop it or whatever maybe we'll switch which places and i'll be like fucking bullshit uh it's just usually how it goes but um yeah yeah i think it comes out october 1st so we still got a little ways to go i'm sure maybe we'll get one other trailer um it'd be interesting to see if they do release another one if they go for a little bit different type of tone or if they kind of amp up the uh the gangsters and and go from there keep with what they're doing um I mean, I'm either way. I mean, I'm still fine. I don't mean to like downplay like the mob stuff. I love the mob stuff. And if this is just kind of like a full on mob action movie, I'm still kind of cool with that. Uh, it would just take. I just have to adjust a little bit to it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm uh, just trying to find who the gang might be on Twitter. Oh, have uh, some votes here. Could be Sill, Jackie Junior, Ralph. And Jimmy Smash. Oh, yeah, duh. Forgot about Jackie April. Yeah, we're definitely going to see Jackie yeah. Ap- April. I mean, yeah. even though... And here's me being a big fucking hypocrite because I'm talking about how, like, oh, yeah, you don't need to show the Satrielli sign. You don't need to talk about how Tony's going to be a leader. You don't need to, like, be all on the nose with some of this stuff. But I'm also, like, show me the jacket. <laughs> fucking... 
<laughs> the jacket. Show, show me. Because, uh, uh, yeah, well, Jackie and Richie. So, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have to see Richie. I don't know. I mean, we're going to see a young Feach. Uh, the card game probably is later in the timeline where they robbed the card game. So, I mean, maybe we wouldn't go that far. But that's me being a hypocrite because I'm also like, oh, what about this? What about this? And yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, we're going to see Carmella. We'll see uh, Charmaine. So it's still going to be like exciting um, when it's like just mentioning a character's name. You're like, oh, shit, that's them. Yeah. So again, maybe we'll trade off on this because I mm. feel like I'd be like, Ugh. if they like, if they like present something as like, oh, who me? My name is Carmella. <laughs> and they turn and look in the camera. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. But as you were saying, like, I just, uh, when it comes to the level of trust I have, uh, David Chase is up there. Although, I, I keep saying we need to watch some of his other, like, what is it? Midnight Blue, Midnight Express? No, that's not it. That other show um, he did. We need, oh, we need he did um, shows. Northern Exposure. I think he worked on that. That's what I'm thinking. But of, he didn't yeah. create those shows, so that's always tough. Okay. Like, he, he, like okay. he was, like, staff writer or he wrote for them or whatever. But it would be interesting to check some of those out. I mean, there is that movie that uh, stars Gandolfini uh, that he wrote and directed mm. that was after the sopranos so that's something oh, the one where uh, a billionaire is sort of renting a place at a regular christmas right david chase wrote that one? oh yeah <laughs> yeah the one ben affleck and uh james gandolfini <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh well look i think uh we've discussed a three minute trailer for 30 minutes now I, I i i i'm sure we could pump it for longer just for the sake of talking about the sopranos more because we don't get an opportunity to do this uh very often but we do have an episode on this feed coming up discussing the godfather 3 that we've already recorded so stick around for that obviously um, um excuse you the godfather coda the death of michael corleone Sorry, I was confused. For I originally watched The Godfather three, but then of course I watched the completely different film, The Godfather Coda: The Death of Michael Corleone, three. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's coming up. But yeah, more thoughts on the trailer. Like it just got me super hyped, and now I kind of want to forget about it again until the film is out. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I don't want to keep prying into details and and looking into stuff and like finding out the latest. Um, Although I suppose there's not much else to find out. It would be if they release another trailer or whatever at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to dig around. Like I said, it's, I'll, I'll read like a headline every now and then. But yeah, I don't want to dig too much either where I'm knowing like everything that's going to happen. Um, I mean, it does get me to want to like rewatch The Sopranos. Uh, yeah. I mean, just because even though I was poo-pooing it a little bit, it's, it, it's great to hear Gandolfini's voice. I mean... Obviously, Tony Soprano, his performance as Tony Soprano is fucking all timer. And uh, what's great, what's what's been great to see, even though like we finished, we finished the Sopranos like right as the pandemic stuff was gearing up. Like we yeah. finished in like March of 2020 or whatever. We had started it like two years beforehand, and it has been great to see that the Sopranos keeps like picking up more and more steam. Where like a lot of people, I think, were watching it in quarantine people watching it for the first time. It's become more of a meme. Like People use Sopranos memes a lot. Uh, I think a lot of people have found the show since uh, our show, our podcast discussing it since then. Obviously, there's the uh, the official one with you know Steve Sharippa and Michael Imperioli. 
Uh, yeah, but, fantastic timing on our part, as we've said before, <laughs> finishing ours just as they yeah. were starting theirs. <laughs> but I mean, all that just to say, it's great to see that like that show is more relevant than ever, and like they got to be psyched on their end for making this movie because timing-wise, it feels like things are hitting at, at at a right time. So it's all exciting stuff in the Sopranos world. Uh, so we'll be back, of course, to discuss. We'll discuss another trailer if they release it, and of course, we'll have a breakdown on the movie once we get to see it. So psyched for that. Yeah, and, you know, all we can do at this point is hope that the movie is as good as I think it's going to be and that we hope it's going to be because then maybe we can use that to get our girlfriends to watch The Sopranos yes. with us because we're massive fucking stereotypes <laughs> of men. <laughs> and we can eat some steak and have a cigar while we do it. But honestly, like, if I'd never seen The Sopranos, I'm, I, I kind of... I don't know if I have a like a resentment for when people like go in backwards into these things, like mm. watch, you know, Star Wars from episode one to six, uh, because it's always because prequels are so strange. But at the same time, like I can't hate on someone if they watch Cobra Kai and then watch the Karate Kid afterwards True. At the, uh, as well. So I'm honestly like, I just hope it's a really good film that makes someone go, yeah, I want to watch The Sopranos, even though I feel like most people will go the other way around uh obviously but i mean it could have massive appeal it could be like a film that if it gets just good reviews as a film on its own uh i i i hope that it can stand up as its own thing um which is sort of was your fear as well that it wouldn't that it would be leaning too heavily on all this other stuff um but uh, if it can do that, it will pull even more people into watching The Sopranos, which is great. I think people just see it as like a hell of a commitment. I know before we did our first episode, I was like, right. Uh, I didn't really realize that I'd signed up for two years of doing a podcast, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I hope it might have that effect. Uh, jokes aside about cigars and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Because I showed to my girlfriend, she's like, oh, okay. It's kind of interesting because it shows that like he could have had a different life or something. And I'm like, yeah, that's what the show's, that's what Sopranos is about. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's a big part of the Sopranos anyways. Uh, but, yeah. Well, it's similar to like, um, I mean, because I like, cause even like Game of Thrones, my girlfriend hasn't watched, but to her, it's like, oh, that's just some softcore porn show. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I don't Fair. need to watch it. It's just some softcore porn. And Sopranos is just like, uh, you know, murdering people and cheating on your wife. Murder porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not in an accurate, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, log line. Um, before we wrap up real quick, I'll just read the latest review we got on our uh, Apple podcasts. Ooh. It's from Scoremore uh, that says, I'm late, late to the podcast, but I recently started my fourth rewatch of the series when I found you guys. Great insights, great commentary, and you guys have brought more things to my attention than I've noticed before. Wish I could have found this when this started. I actually watched the series for the first time around uh the start of this podcast oh that's someone who was actually going uh going along with us but they didn't know it they were watching it with us in spirit yeah um and if you've been watching it with us in spirit or otherwise please do leave us a review and tell an, a fellow sopranos fan about the podcast it would be much appreciated absolutely uh well i guess on that there's just one last thing to say what's that cut to black